Greetings. I, Frankenstein, I know people say should be Frankenstein monster, but creator was Frankenstein. He father. My name Frankenstein. So Frankenstein, okay to call me from now on. I your host for this evening. In tonight episode, six people stuck in room, forced to watch movie bad. Movie known to kill people who watch. Who will live? Who will die? Not even Frankenstein know. This is Bloodstream. Welcome aboard, streamers. This is the... What? What do you want? Frank get paid now? Frank get paid when I get around to it, okay? I gotta... Let me record this and we'll talk after, okay? You're messing this up. Sorry, sorry. Frankenstein bad. Oh, well, now I feel bad for insulting the Frankenstein monster. Sorry about that. Welcome aboard, streamers. This is episode 15 of the Bloodstream, and I'm running a little late. This was a really weird week for me. I'm not going to get into the details. Suffice it to say, this was meant to come out around Halloween. Still the first few days of November, so close enough. I can work with this. Even though it's a little late, we're still doing the whole Halloween month thing, and this week, I am taking a look at the movie Halloween Hell. Thank the maker, this movie is not an anthology. And bonus, it even has Eric Roberts in it, which elevates this movie to a whole other level. This is the last movie of Halloween month, and I definitely gotta say, I think I saved the best for last. And also this week, I actually have a trailer for the movie. So I'm gonna just go play that, and I'll be right back. Starting tonight at midnight, the start of Halloween. What is that? There's more than one way to be a bloodsucker. What's that? Inside this set, there are dozens of small surveillance cameras. They will allow you, the paying audience, to see everything that was on in this room. <laughs> there is no way out. Look around you. None of this stuff is real. It's all make-believe. Come on out, you demons. Come on, you yellow-bellied demons. Come on, you chicken shit demons. See? No demons. There's a place where evil demons dwell. Eric Roberts is the only person lifted in the opening credits. The only actor. Fuck everyone else. Because really, that's who we're here to see, isn't it? This movie is about a horror host who claims to be Dracula, played by Eric Roberts, and he has this evil devil doll that supposedly has some folklore behind it where on Halloween nights that are also a full moon, it comes to life and kills people, or summons a demon to kill them, I should say. He's gathered a group of people 
that he's going to lock in a room with the doll where they have to stay for the entirety of Halloween, all 24 hours, midnight to midnight. He's going to broadcast it as a pay-per-view event where he's going to rake in the cash for that, and whoever survives gets to walk out with a million dollars. So it's a little bit reality show, it's a little bit Halloween, it's horror. This is a decent setup for a movie. We open up first with a completely unrelated group who are wandering around endlessly through a warehouse, and they stumble upon the statue. One of them gets pretty creeped out by it, but when they go to leave, the door slams shut, and the demon pops out of the devil doll. Once there's a demon in the room, everyone tries to get the hell out of there. Pun not intended, but I'll run with it. However, the door is locked shut, no one's going anywhere, and holy shit, this escalates quickly. This is literally the opening couple minutes of the movie, and it is a slaughter as the demon tears through them. The demon leaves one of them alive, and the door unlocks so the person tries to run. That doesn't last very long as the demon quickly catches up with them. The guy doesn't even get a total of like five feet from the door before the demon's on him, tears his throat out, and we haven't even had dialogue yet. And there's been some, frankly, amazing kills. If nothing else, you've got my attention with the opener. But from there, since everyone's dead, and we get to meet Eric Roberts as the Dracula host, and he sets things up in the first clip because you know what? I will always clip Eric Roberts. This is a little devil doll that was recovered at the scene of a mass murder that has never been explained. I am Dracula. I bid you welcome. An African slave in the pre-Civil War South carved devil down here from lava straight from hell. And legend says that he put a magic voodoo curse on Danny that makes him a channel for demons to come up straight from hell and invade people's minds, spirits, and souls. Steal their souls. Now the slave's owners, they went crazy and died horrible deaths. Suicide or murder, always on Halloween. And always when there's a full moon, just like tonight. Good idea for a reality TV show, huh? You betcha. So, starting tonight at midnight, the start of Halloween is called Halloween Hell, hosted by me, Count Dracula. Now you can't subscribe for 24 bucks, only $1 an hour. TV is not as good as having my own castle, but there's more than one way to be a bloodsucker. It is time now to meet our six Halloween hell adventurers. Our six Halloween adventurers shall be locked inside this room with Devil Danny for all of Halloween. 24 hours, starting at midnight in just a few minutes. If they survive, our survivors shall receive $100,000. Inside this set, there are dozens of small surveillance cameras that will allow you, the paying audience, to see everything that was on in this room. All broadcast you live from an undisclosed location that is either in Las Vegas, Sin City, or Hollywood, the city of dreams, or in this case, the city of nightmares. Man, I love me some cheesy dialogue elevated by Eric Roberts. And again, I love this setup. But imagine if all the folklore is wrong and it just made up urban legends and it just six people sitting in a room for 24 hours doing nothing that people paid money for? Best scam ever! And I love how Eric Robert just slips into the accent for only one word 
so he can say the name, like, Dracula. But I only wanted to pop in briefly to give Eric Roberts his due, because that's an awesome clip. I've got some more to give, and that's gonna get into the character intros, so I don't have to. This is Johnny, nerd boy. Big brain, small muscles. He wants 100 grand to start his own software company, so he can become a billionaire. He's a high school senior. Her name is Gothia. She's a Russian import, a nude dancer. Stripper, but she prefers the term dancer. She needs 100 grand to get some new clothes and jewelry. She's Jessie, the sweetheart of the All-State quarterback. She'll use 100 grand for tuition. Toby, a 20-year-old cowboy. He wants the 100 grand to launch his country music career by recording an album of songs he's written. He brought his gun, which is okay, but nobody can have a cell phone or a computer that can communicate to the outside world. There are no lifelines in this game. Rose. She's undocumented and works as a nursing assistant in a convalescent hospital while she goes to nursing school. Her 100 grand will go partly back to Mexico to help her family and partly to help her brother set up an auto repair shop in East LA. Mr. Jones, he's an aspiring filmmaker who's made a few music videos and plans to use his 100 grand to make a micro-budget hip-hop masterpiece that'll sweep the Oscars. You must get to the set before Halloween starts. Or no $100,000. Lots of cameras. We're like fish in a bowl. All you viewers need to check out our gaming website where you can make a wager on tonight's adventure. If you're right, make some big bucks. After midnight, it's Halloween now. There's no exit. You adventurers all know that over the last century, at least 100 people have died on Halloween because of Devil Danny. When there was a full moon like tonight, you're locked inside the studio. There is no way out until Halloween turns into All Saints Day. And there's your setup. There's your players. We're good to go. Everyone starts to get settled down and make themselves comfy for the 24 hours. Johnny has a flashback where he sets up that he has some night vision goggles so he can see the demon. Is that a thing? Night vision to see demons? Well, it is here. They've established it as one of their own rules. That's fine. And surprises of surprises, it actually works. He sees the demon, the demon sees him back, and shoves him across the room. Toby the cowboy takes a look and he doesn't see anything, and of course he's already a non-believer. And because you always gotta have one of those guys, Toby goes and pulls a Mika and starts taunting the demon in the next clip. Look around you. None of this stuff is real. It's all make-believe, alright? Look, if I believed in demons, I wouldn't be here, okay? Look. Demons! Demons! Come on out, you demons! Come on, you yellow belly demons! Come on, you chicken shit demons! Come on, Devil Danny! Bring out your demons from hell! See? No demons. And I got this forever killed those people. I blow their heads off. You can kiss my ass, Devil Danny. How about that? Right there. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
That's some good demon repelling, I'll tell you what. Absolutely perfect. You feeling safer now, nerd boy? Yeah, I guess. Why are you giving me the stink eye? Because I just saw the demon. It's real. Demons aren't real. But whatever killed those people is. So in bullets, I trust. Meanwhile, the custodian at the studio is also watching the show while he's trying to get work done. Or not getting work done, as the case may be. And he decides to partake in the little side bet that Dracula's got going on. His first suggestion is for Mr. Jones. Mr. Is going to be the first one to die. Well, yeah. It's a horror movie and we all know the trope of the black guy dying first, right? It's a safe bet to try at least. The demon screensaver suddenly pops up because I guess he doesn't like gambling. And he kills the janitor with uh, the power of tech? I don't know, the demon stays on the screen the whole time and the guy's head starts bleeding, so... I know I feel that way after staring at a screen for long enough. Now, how does this affect the betting that everyone else is doing in the world? I mean, this guy technically died first by the demon's hands. Does it only count if it's one of the six that die first? And am I overthinking this? Probably. Back inside the locked area, everyone either wakes up from seeing the demon or sees a vision of it while they are awake. Except for Toby because he's still the non-believer. And that's gonna be the next clip. Enjoy the really bad acting and singing, folks. Shit. What? Don't know, but... The demon? Yeah. Looks so... Super real. See? I saw it too. Me too. See, I told you. What in God's name is going on? I don't know, power suggestion, mass hallucinations, or maybe a real demon? It looked real. How many times I have to tell y'all? There's no such thing as demons, alright? Shit, I get it. It's a tense situation. Lucky for you, I got something to take your feeble minds off all this foolish nonsense, alright? How about a song? Lucky for you, you got the best singer in the whole wide world right here. And ladies, I do accept anything. And I mean anything. <laughs> as gratuity for services rendered. There's a place where evil dwells. Some call it Halloween hell. But the demons pretty darn swell. How you like my singing, nerd boy? It's great. He thinks you're tempting fate. Yeah. How about you, sweetheart? Am I tempting you? Shut the fuck up. Ooh! Y'all are thick! You know that? There's no such thing as demons. I do receive some level of amusement in the fact that the one guy in this movie that does not believe in demons shares his name with the demon in the Paranormal Activity series. Toby then proceeds to take his gum out, stick it on the demon statue, kiss the demon statue, and stick it to the table upside down. Oh, he's gonna die. And he's gonna die hard. Gothia, fuck that name, suggests they play some poker to pass the time until the bloodbath begins. 
Toby and Johnny are up for it while the others decide to sit it out for various reasons. The statue wobbles and tips over and more of the group is <gasps> supernatural! And while yes, we do see the statue moving strangely so yeah, it is supernatural, Toby's insistence that it just fell over because it was stuck awkwardly to the table with a bit of gum is completely reasonable. They try and stop Toby from further disrespecting the statue, so he of course immediately tries to dry hump it. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones manages to talk some sense into the cowboy before he pisses on and thus pisses off the statue in the next clip. I'll show you a warning. Don't cowboy! Do you want to put an extra risk on yourself? That's your insanity. But to put a risk on all of us, not cool. What risk? Well, we've all been seen. Listen, Squint Westwood. I get it that you wipe your lily white ass with sandpaper because toilet paper is for pussies. But you don't have to prove how fearless you are. It's real good you're trying stand-up comedy because you got about as much chance of winning an Oscar as Orson Welles. Orson Welles did win an Oscar. Yeah, when he was alive, not now, when he's dead. Look at it like this. You're scaring these ladies. Hell, I ought to be the one that's ticked off because in these horror movie type situations, it's always the brother man that gets killed off first. So leave Devil Danny alone, okay? When you're walking on eggs, don't hop. If you got your head in the lion's mouth, don't pull on his fucking tail. Meanwhile, someone else in the studio finds the dead janitor, and she immediately dies. Yeah, let's just drag this out as long as we can by introing random people to die immediately before we get to the actual six we're here to watch. The poker game continues for a while, clothes are shed because it's strip poker, and Gothia, fuck that name, reveals she was a drama student and she got all A's. <laughs> yeah, right. You've heard her acting. After a while, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones goes to take a shit and everyone makes fun of the sound and smell of it, but he finds something weird and he calls everyone to come check it out. The last time this happened to me, it ended up being a pile of rats dead in the toilet. You don't want to know the story behind that. But all he ends up showing them is a bunch of cheap coffins with each of their names printed on separate ones. That's not creepy, that's just efficient. They return to the poker game and Toby is the first to lose all his clothes, shortly followed by Gothia, fuck that name, who proceeds to naturally do her stripper routine, because that'll kill some time in this movie. And she just so happens to have some music with her she can play because why not kill something already besides my interest. Oh, oops, sorry, they just killed Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones and wow, what a way to actually call out the trope in the movie, and then do nothing to change it. I mean, yeah, sure, we had a few beforehand, but this is still the first of our main characters. Naturally, now that a body has dropped, everyone wants out. Except for Rose, because she needs the money just that badly. But Dracula says no way in the next clip. You're damn right. Open the door. This adventure's over, asshole. Let us out. Yeah. <laughs> He's so upset. <clears throat> this is a crime scene now. This isn't a game anymore. Call the cops. That demon is real. You knew people died on Halloween when you signed your contracts. Open the door. We don't care about the 100000 anymore. Yeah. No, my family needs that money. We need to get out of here. I'm staying even if that door opens. It's $100,000! If that door opens, everybody's out of here if I have to carry you! Yeah, I'll help you. Toby's right. Your life is more important than money. Open the fucking door! Open it! A deal's a deal. Where's your integrity? 
do you think this is? You get your pound of flesh? Open the door, you blood-sucking psychopath! Little tiny man. Dracula, answer me! Let us out! Hey! Open the door! If you little punks don't want her, you signed a contract. So did the banks, and they got bailed out. You young people have no ethics. This is murder. People's lives are at risk. So? Money is also a risk. Open the door! What about the audience? Screw the audience. This is for the audience. They bet money on which one of you will live and which one of you will die. Mr. Jones paid 20 to 1. Very profitable bet. You got people betting on our deaths? Are you kidding? I never kid about money or blood. Millions have been bet on who will live and who will die. It's not fair to break my word to the audience. I like my audience. Mr. Jones was murdered. If you don't open that door and call the cops, you're an accessory to his murder. And if anybody else dies, you're an accomplice to their murder. Tough titty. <laughs> He's crazy. He's totally gonzo psycho. All right, listen up. Fearless leader, you banana-headed nutcase. Open this door right now, or when I get out of here, I'm gonna kick your ass so hard, you're gonna have to brush your teeth with toilet paper. <laughs> Ooh, you scare me, Mr. Longhorn. Mr. Macho Man. Shit kicker. You are dead. Roberts is clearly loving chewing up this scenery, and I'm loving it too. Toby runs off to get his gun and ends up firing at the statue, which accomplishes absolutely nothing. And now he's out of bullets, but at least Mr. Jones... Gets to have that sleep he so desperately wanted. Jessie has a demonic vision of her playing with a knife, and then she sees the very same knife stuck in the wall. She goes, grabs the knife, and stabs herself in the face with it, and we get to see the most hilarious CGI blood spray. With Jessie in dire need of medical attention, they once again beg for Dracula to open the doors. But he just sits back, laughs, and lets them stew some more. Toby gets angry and tries to shoot out the cameras, so I guess he did have more bullets because he very obviously has a revolver and that's limited ammunition. But he also proceeds to then miss every single shot he takes. Tex is a lousy shot. Dracula is pleased with his work and he gloats about it in the next clip. Because how can I not clip Eric Roberts gloating? I am bad. I am so bad. I am Dracula. Are you the devil? Maybe. Or maybe he works for me. And <laughs> doors electrified, stupid. Surprise, surprise. Ow! 
When I get my hands on you, I'm gonna squeeze all the blood out of you. Since things are getting pretty serious, Johnny reveals he has a plan. And also several electromagnets and a silver bucket. This whole thing seems really dodgy to me, and maybe they shouldn't be trying to explain things quite so hard and just let us roll with it. Toby wanders off to do... well, let's be honest, he wanders off to die. He gets a harsh reality check he just can't cash, when he realizes once and for all that, yeah, demons are real. Mere moments before his head is removed from his body by said demon. And while the removed head effect isn't the worst thing I've seen in this movie, I've also seen better versions. But then to be fair, it does outdo demons at the door. Also, yay decapitation! After that, the remaining three curl up in a corner to basically stare off and contemplate how horrible their life is before their likely inevitable death. They sit around, get a little existential, and ponder how unfair their life is, and also realize that as Halloween night truly begins, the demons will get more stronger, and that's when they're really gonna come for them. And oh, how I hope so, because once you have your characters sitting around staring off blankly, I start to check out. Fortunately, they keep that interesting by occasionally cutting over to Roberts in his control room, sagely nodding and agreeing with everything they're saying. Johnny fiddles around with the electromagnets he got from the voodoo priestess, and... Okay, I've not said anything about this stuff so far, but this is the third time it's happened, so I might as well get into it now. Bear with me. Every time Johnny has pulled something out of his bag that he got from the voodoo lady, he straight up tells us what it is or what she said. Then the movie cuts to a flashback, that repeats what he just said, sometimes word for word. My attention span is not that bad. Ooh, shiny. These magnets create a magnetic field that weakens the demon and causes it to lose solid form and even shrink so it can be put into this silver container. Meanwhile, Gothica, fuck that name, slides down to lay on the floor as their doom inexorably draws closer, and all of a sudden, tentacles! Fortunately for her, there's no real violation beyond the groping and, well, murder. Fortunately for her, it all turns out to be just a dream, and you know how I love those. <sighs> Come on, is that really necessary at this late stage of the game? We don't have time for mind game, let's just get to the killing and get things over with. Oh, and when the demon goes to stab her, they show that classic shot or just the knife in the hand, and you can clearly see the stamp of maiden whatever it is. It's such an obvious store-bought knife and it just... Did the demon bop down to Costco before he came here? It, it, it cracks me up for reasons I can't even fully articulate. It, it just... One of those things. The three continue to sit around, sharing stories, having dreams, and wow, way to torpedo your threat intention by having the remaining cat just sit around and talk for the final act. Rose goes off to the bathroom and they tell her to take the electromagnets with her to protect herself, and while she's gone, the other two start making out. In the middle of that, Johnny starts to see, instead of the stripper, he starts to see the demon and quickest way to kill the moon. He freaks out, tries to get himself under control so he can see reality normally again. He eventually recalibrates his brain by taking the magnets, sticking them to his temples, and shocking himself with the electric field. Okay, there's a lot wrong with that sentence, and it's not my fault. Like, every single word and combination thereof is wrong. But I'm just gonna focus on one single point here. Rose took the magnets. Unless they have more they didn't tell us about. But since Johnny's back in his right mind, the demon attacks the stripper until Johnny shocks him with the magnets some more. 
and that makes the demon fade away. For all of five seconds. The demon returns, and now he slams Johnny against the wall until Gothia, fuck that name, grabs the magnets, and now it's her doing the shocking on the demon. It is literally, almost shot for shot, exactly the same as what we just were shown, but with the genders reversed. Oh, and hi Rose, glad you could make it back from the bathroom now so you can help with- Oh, and there goes your spleen. Bye. The remaining two grab their magnets and their jug and proceed to stare at the demon because who needs actual tension at this point? And I know it's been a long time since I've dropped in a clip, but there's really been nothing to clip. Because all it's been at this point is fighting and grunting and shocking and more fighting. And that doesn't translate well to audio. The only highlights are the occasional reaction shot from Dracula. The fight is long, but at the end of the day, it actually works. And the electromagnetism shrinks down the demon into their coffee can. And best of all, Dracula gets all sad and pouty about it. It's amazing and Roberts does it so well. But hey, it's after midnight in the final clip. Only a few minutes left. This door should open at midnight. You're watching slow, kid. It's midnight now. I keep my word. A deal is a deal. Congratulations, you two adventurous lovebirds. It's time for you to collect your 100 grand. So, walk out of the building, turn left, walk a block, and on your left, you'll see the Movie Tech Studios. I'm inside waiting for you, with your winnings. They head into the control room, and they actually get to meet Dracula. And at least Roberts didn't completely phone or Skype this role in. He actually gets to be in an actual scene with actual cast members from the main plot. But then Johnny opens up the can of demons and it leaps right down Dracula's throat. Uh, let's see, let's see here. Uh, Eric Roberts coughing up bad CGI smoke and fire. I can cross that off my to-do list. My life is pretty much complete now. With the bad guy vanquished by even more bad CGI fire, Johnny makes a deal with Dracula's remaining minions so they can divide up the money fairly and put some of it away for the people who have died. But the bulk of the money that Dracula had earned goes to the two survivors and they give themselves 9 million each. Sweet! Now that's a happy ending. And that was Halloween Hell. It's campy, it's cheesy, it's got Eric Roberts going over the top with Dracula who is mostly secluded for much of the movie but that's fine, he brings a decent level of acting to the role as he always does. The rest of the acting is nothing to write home about. The plot kinda lags in the third act, but the kills are kinda great. You sit down to watch this thing, you know it's gonna be silly. It delivers what I expected to see, and I can't fault it for that. I had a blast watching this, it was a great way to end October. If you want something campy, silly, and gory fun that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, if you look at the details, give this a watch. It's like I said, it's good silly fun. Thank you so much for listening to The Bloodstream. If you've enjoyed the show, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. A new episode drops roughly every week. Also, while you're there, if you can leave a rating and review, that helps us get noticed. You can also find us on Facebook and join the group there and whatever discussions are going on about whatever bad movies we're enjoying. We're also available on Tumblr at thebloodstream.tumblr.com. If you've got a movie suggestion you want to tell me about, you can drop it at any of those places, or shoot me an email directly at phoenix, F-O-E-N-I-X, at gmail.com. Coming up next month on The Bloodstream, I've once again been focusing on Amazon because that seems to be where all the good cheesy stuff is. For next month, I'm hopefully going to be doing a deep dive into all movies from Netflix, so we're calling it Netflix November. I've got two lined up, I'm looking for two more. 
and that's not going to be the only thing different, but I'll talk more about that next week. So until then, keep streaming. Someone to believe